Welcome to another episode of Pod for Good, a podcast where we learn from those doing good in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and the world, why they care, what we can do, and most importantly, what you, the listener, can do. Pod for Good is produced and edited by Ranai Productions, which is me and my company. So if you like how we sound and are thinking about starting a podcast, please reach out to me. I'm easy to find. Pod for Good can be found anywhere you get your podcasts. So if you enjoy what we do here, and if you enjoyed this episode, you'll enjoy all our episodes. Trust me on that one. It can be found anywhere you get your podcasts. Please rate and review and share and all of those things. I am now and always both the chief philanthropod and class clown for justice. One, two, and three, Jesse Lorch. And I am your vice admiral philanthropod and class clown for justice, Alpha Centauri, Chris Miller. Very nice. And today our guest is Evan Barton, the Alumni Experience Manager and Partnerships Coordinator for Intelsa, as well as the host of Intelsa's podcast, Grow With Us. We talked to Evan about the purpose of his podcast, Grow With Us, how Intelsa fits in the ecosystem of talent acquisition, and we go off the rails about politics for quite a while. So enjoy. We are very excited to have Evan from Intelsa on the podcast today. Evan, how you doing? Hey, Jesse. I am doing, you know, these days, <laughs> I'm sure you get, I hope people are honest with how they're doing and, and answering this question. I am going to be honest right now and say it's been it's been a really bad couple of weeks. I did vote today, which I'm supposed to have felt you know, some type of euphoria from and, you know, really feel like I'm changing the world. But, um, you know, I'm okay. How about that? (laughs) A quick note to listeners, um, Evan and Intelsa are one of Random Productions clients. So I know Evan very well. And the reason I wanted him on is because I've noticed that for his podcast, Grow With Us, which you should all listen to, he keeps getting guests that I also want to interview. And so it, it made me start thinking about both of our missions and what we're trying to do. And I realized they are in the Venn diagram are very well wrapped together. Our listeners can't see this, obviously, but Chris is holding up a puppy that he's fostering. It's puppy. very cute. Oh yes, my puppy. Goodness. What's the audio version of a puppy I could I could play? Like, I don't know. Is I, there a puppy drop? Do you, do you have a puppy drop? Hmm. I don't know if puppy sounds give people the feels the way looking at a puppy does, but we'll find yeah, out. So Evan, I want I want you to sort of first talk to us about grow with us and you know deep down what is your what is your goal with that podcast? Yeah, so grow with us. Uh, just a little bit about what the podcast is mainly focused on. It's a marketing device that I actually just found really interesting to me. I'm a, I'm a longtime podcast listener and kind of started my own podcast last year or I guess in 2020 as a like entrepreneurial venture, I would say, and kind of not necessarily as like a side hustle, I'm sure as you two fellow podcasters would know, it's not a lucrative business from the jump by any means. So it really what I wanted to do was try it out and and see if I had the, I guess, the tools, if I had the voice, if I had the, all of those things, I, I felt like it was really cool to kind of see what conversations could bring to the table. And that's kind of where Grow With Us kind of came from. It was really just to 
tried to articulate what in Tulsa's mission was. Because at, at the top of this, Jesse asked me, like, what is in Tulsa's name called? Because we've kind of gone through a couple of name changes and things like that. And I, and I know that that's, that's something that some young organizations do. But I feel like in Tulsa, like, needed an explanation in kind of a more conversational way than maybe interacting with us, I guess, on, like, social media or, like, on our website The tone and voice of those things are different than the tone and voice of myself and the the identities that I hold and, you know, what about in Tulsa really inspires me to continue working there and and to love that place. So that's kind of where Grow With Us came from. And I guess the idea behind getting people on the podcast that are doing cool things in Tulsa was that it all is in a lot of ways related to what in Tulsa does, because a lot of what GKFF, uh, the George Kaiser Family Foundation, is, is in Tulsa to do is create a vibrant and inclusive Tulsa. And I, I kind of borrowed a little bit of that spirit and was like, vibrant and inclusive Tulsa is exactly what I want. <laughs> and I live here and I, I need that to I need to be putting that energy out in some way. And so that was kind of like the genesis behind it. The goal is to, I think for me, let people know that there are some really, really awesome people doing amazing work in the city that might not get the platform because because of a multitude of reasons. I don't think Tulsa is a very media focused city. Like it's not like Los Angeles or New York where like you get to kind of hear what everyone, I don't know, you get to hear what everyone's doing, but there's not really a spotlight on the people as much as like I feel some places might have. And so the more platforms I can give, the more conversations I can have with people so that they can talk about the things that are really, really important to them in their personal missions. That's like, the, that's the the goal, I guess, is to, is to just keep doing that. And I'm finding that people are responding to it really well, which is cool. I don't know. Like, I we just released an episode last week, or not last week, but two weeks ago with Tracy Spears that, God, I love that episode. It was, it was just, it didn't hit me until we posted it, just like the, the how meaningful it was to me that we were talking about our queer experiences in a on a professional podcast for a, a company that's trying to attract people to Tulsa. And and I don't know, hearing queer people's experiences like that and in that vein, like just really got to me, especially in June. Like, you know, this is gay Christmas for all who don't know. <laughs> June is our month. Well, we, we both, even though this episode, a pod for good, come out on Thursday, technically tomorrow, maybe your, epi- your episode with the fairy pod mother of pod for good will come out. Marcia Bruno Todd, who I, I swear it's got a great radio voice. Like she needs a podcast of her own. She just sounds so mature and she could read children's times, books, right? She can read anything. <laughs> so just, like, what's funny is like, she had like I do, has a podcast voice. Hers is like mm. deeper and slower. And I'm just like, yeah. mm, I wish I could do that. I mean, this is I as slow take out, as I get. Yeah. I got to take out all my filler words. I'm still working on the whole, can I, um, like, <laughs> I just still am talking the way that I talk. And that works for some people. And I'll work on it one day. I wasn't sure if we're quite ready to jump into pod for sad territory yet. I, th- I think it's pod for angry. Is that right? what it is? I think so because well, I'm I'm less I'm I'm more angry than I am sad. Well, because I'm always curious for the people who are trying to build Tulsa into a vibrant and inclusive place, when it feels like the state is trying to do the opposite to Oklahoma overall. Yeah. So how how do you fight that battle? How do you 
encourage people to move here to create a better place here in Tulsa when it feels like we're battling against the state at the same time? Oh, yeah, that's a great question. Just because this has been like my thoughts of being an Oklahoman for, you know, however long, almost 24 years now, like just knowing that anything that I do as a queer person or anything that I do as someone that like isn't like me in that way, like it's it's such a difficult battle, obviously. I think what really kind of keeps me going is the fact that I have been in this community now as an adult and kind of navigating it on my own and seeing it for what it really is. And if you look at Tulsa and kind of the ecosystem that we're creating, I see everything that I I want to have in Tulsa. Obviously, the rest of the state does not reflect that. And even if you go outside of downtown, maybe you might get differences of opinions, both politically and and all of those things. But I really do think that it has to start somewhere. The good fight. We all hear these things like I, I, I kind of got into so many situations, I guess, maybe in Tulsa not not the company, but in the city <laughs> um, and kind of my experiences throughout my life, I guess that it's I, I think I keep confronting this like challenge of, you know, if you want something, you have to build it. And it, that's been it's so frustrating to me to have a uh, confront that so many times because I'm like, we're in 2022. I want my gay spaces. I want my indigenous spaces. I want my like spaces where I my identities are incorporated into the people, the fabric, the way that they treat each other, all of those things. And, and it's so sad. That's the kind of like, we have to, we have the reality check of, you know, we're in Oklahoma, we're in a state where, you know, it was all, it was, it's been read for a really long time. All of the people that don't like us are here, apparently. <laughs> so I don't know. It's, it's, it's a long, it's a long battle and it's never going to be one. It feels like, but I, I do feel like, the light at the end of the tunnel, or at least the light like along the tunnel <laughs> is that there's awesome people here. There's amazing people here that can, one person can change one person's life. And I've seen that happen so many times, either through the work that we do in our organization or just through like just conversations about why we love Tulsa. Like our whole organization is set up to convince people to move to Tulsa. And that's because all the people that work there love it. And I guess, cause that's what we make out of it what we can and what we want. But there is the reality check that we all have. And that's a, that's a hard battle. I've always been fascinated by the sort of divergent problems that organizations, uh, especially ones that G- GKFF fund, where they're trying to make Tulsa different. And the way they want to make Tulsa different requires a combination of bringing other people here, pouring in money into certain sectors, and whatnot. And like all of those things technically should probably over time liberalize an area, which is not mm-hmm. something they can say publicly or advertise. But that's, if that's not in the list of goals, it's in the list of outcomes. And, yeah. and so I'm, I'm like the big foundations. Jesse, in vibrant get, and inclusive, not no, liberalize. Yeah. Vibrant <laughs> and inclusive. Vibrant and inclusive. Yeah. And here's right. the thing, like, you can have a vibrant, inclusive place with people of all different political stripes. It's how far those political stripes go is where problems come. Well, if and, and a vibrant and inclusive place can, as you said, include disparate political identities when you create balance, right? I mean, there are plenty of states that are not truly blue or red. Well, not plenty, but there are at least a few, right? 
and they have created vibrant and inclusive spaces, some of which are very blue and some that are very mixed, very purple. So it can happen. It's just we live in a state that is very far the other direction. And so you wonder, are you going to create a eventually a situation more like, say, a Georgia where you've got sections or large swaths of the Midwest, right, where you've got urban areas that are very concentrated blue and then suburban and rural that are very red. And as you add more population to the urban areas, you start to swing the overall state. Yeah, it's like, do we want to be Georgia or do we want to be Texas, right? Because Texas Mm -hmm. has Austin and San Antonio and Houston, right? But it's not enough. Georgia, at least recently, right, with Atlanta and its, its suburbs have sort of changed that balance. But like, is it, do we want a diverse and inclusive, like, oasis in the middle of a desert? Or do we want a whole diverse and inclusive state? Yeah, I, mean, I know. So I know what we want. Yeah, uh, I know. I know what us three want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I also like want to think about. I'm sitting here looking at you guys and also looking at my Oklahoma flag that I have hanging up in my room proudly, <laughs> and it's making me think of just like how Oklahoma has such a potential to be not a Texas and to not be a Georgia and to be such a unique landscape for so many different things. And the the first one that comes to mind for me is as an indigenous, like uh, not utopia, but like a place where indigenous nations like actually have the autonomy and sovereignty that is completely different than all of than other states. I think we should be fair to the fact that we're using terms like liberal and conservative that aren't actually accurate anymore. And it's just what the terms we used. And so we stick with them, but that's not, that's not really not what's happening. Obviously, we're trying to bring people to Tulsa. These are numbers. These are people that like do hopefully, <laughs> you know, really align with like the vibrancy and the inclusiveness that I that I ascribe to. And I feel like that's I don't know. We're bringing more people in. And I, I hate that that's one of the that's only one of the solutions that we need to to keep in mind. But that is happening. And I feel like it, it's it's bringing in people also that like think about politics differently. Think about like rural areas or urban areas differently than like maybe the people that are we're, we're kind of I say we I feel like Tulsa is just and, and really Oklahoma is such like a huge mountain and maybe maybe people coming into town are like really helpful and and overcoming that mountain so that's that's why I'm like bring them on in bring bring in the bring the people in that might be able to help us and I don't know number numbers is one thing but we also mm-hmm. got to get the the follow along that is actual change. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's, that's always when you're selling diversity to corporate life, right? Cause I hear it all the time in my real job, right? Diversity is a goal in and of itself, but the byproduct of diversity is that now you get a diversity of voices and ideas that you wouldn't otherwise get if you didn't have people from different identities and different backgrounds. Right. And that is a valuable thing when, You know, if a large portion of the people grew up here, were educated here, maybe left and came back, but spend most of their life here, then there's only going to be so many ideas they can bring to bear. So bringing, you know, inclusive, vibrant, diverse voices here can give ideas to maybe fix some of these problems that, frankly, the state doesn't care about, right? If it's not about abortion or, you know, restricting their rights based on 
you know, gender or something else, they don't really care about it. So somebody else has got to come up with ideas to try to fix things and make them better. Hearts and minds, hearts and minds. (laughs) (laughs) If you're like me, you might hear estate planning and go, ugh, gross. You might think to yourself, I'm not sure why I'd bother with that. Estate planning is only for the uber rich. Tallgrass begs to differ. Tallgrass founding attorneys Laurel and Riley think everyone should have an estate plan. They know estate planning seems untouchable to a lot of folks, like something you have to do inside a stuffy law firm of Stuffy McLawyer Pants Esquire. But I promise you, Tallgrass is nothing like that. For one, they work out of their home so their clients can feel at home. They obsess, because they're nerds, over making clients feel like they belong and are supposed to be there. Also, their kids might make an appearance. They will take time to answer all of your questions, even the uncomfortable ones. They will work relentlessly to make sure your plan's exactly what you need to feel secure and at peace. So if you've been putting off planning for what's going to happen after you've gone, it's time for you to give Tallgrass a call at 918-770-8940 and start your plan today. Or visit their website at tallgrassestateplanning.com and schedule a free initial consultation. For free! It's right there on the website. And of course, there's more, because this is a podcast ad. If you tell them you're a Pod for Good listener, they're going to take 25% off their service fees. Just tell them Pod for Good sent you. Stop thinking estate planning isn't for you and give Tallgrass a call today at 918-770-8940 or on their website, which I'm not going to read out to you again. It's in our show notes. Thank you, Tallgrass. In the the plethora of organizations that are working on DEI, economic development, et cetera, in Tulsa, what is the what is the role that in Tulsa as a whole is trying to play in in comparison to say uh, Atento Capital, Build in Tulsa? all the other ones? The first word that comes to mind, and I think it's the right word, and it's exactly what other uh, representatives of my organization would say, is probably talent. And the talent focus of of in Tulsa like starts in really just what we offer as an organization. So really what in Tulsa does at the, at the brass tax version is that we are both a business to business, which B2B consultant partner, essentially, in a way of like helping companies expand into Tulsa, but we're also in kind of the, the first product that we ever offered was our on our talent partners. And so our talent partners are really that kind of in be- that go between between the company and the candidate. It's essentially like having someone walk walk you through the hiring process, which in a lot of ways or in a lot of other hiring processes and you really never get that. You don't that's that's why I feel like what in Tulsa does is kind of unique because one one of the things that we do is help with candidate prep. And so these these people that are engaging in hiring processes that they, you know, maybe maybe they haven't changed a job in 10 years. They might be out of the game. They might have never done a Zoom interview. These are all things that are kind of, I would say, like lacking in general in Tulsa. I would say just because of our legacy industries kind of always being oil and gas or manufacturing or aerospace, we have really huge skill gaps in the tech industry, which is also one of Intulsa's focus focal points as like the jobs that we're trying to create. So it's kind of a roundabout way of explaining what we do, but really talent is the, is the best way to understand what we provide that's different than those other organizations in town. We bring the jobs 
And we also are out there trying to find the people to fill those jobs. And those jobs are, are primarily in the tech industry, which is also something that has had a significant lack of, I would say, growth in the city, just based on the research and the numbers that we've kind of done as an organization. And that's where the Venn diagram overlaps, because Build in Tulsa, Atento Capital, and in Tulsa, and all of the plethora of organizations that are kind of working in that innovation space are all aligned on building out the tech industry here in Tulsa. And Tulsa primarily works um, with the tech industry. And what we think about the tech industry, we think of six particular talent pools, which are going to be software and engineering, sales and business development, operations, marketing, finance, and customer success. And we like to think of think about customer success as like the person that you call at any to troubleshoot any problem. We want to we want to fill those roles, and that's kind of like customer success is really helping a company make sure that they are their customers are using their product the way that it's supposed to. Do you have anything, Chris? Sorry, I'm I'm on the website and I was looking at I love the the spot where it uh compares uh Tulsa versus other cities. I hadn't seen that. I like that where it's like some of the cities that we were obviously competing with talent and it compares like cost of living, cost of real estate, rent costs. I just thought mm-hmm. that was that's a really cool tool to uh, to put in somebody in front of someone to say, "Hey, we've got all this cool stuff, and also here's here's some money reasons why you might want to move here." Yeah, money <laughs> money works. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know that. <laughs> so I did not expect Washington D.C. to have the highest um, difference in real estate prices of places. Oh. Wow, D.C. Um, is crazy. Yeah, yeah, Evan. I know you yeah. sort of give this pitch at the end of every Grow With Us, which again, everyone should subscribe to. It's available anywhere podcasts can be found. Grow With Us spelled normally, unlike Pot for Good. So well done there. Um, <laughs> if, if our listeners are looking for a career change or know someone who lives in another state who's unhappy there, like how do they get in touch with you and in Tulsa? Yeah, there's a multitude of ways to get in touch with us. I would say, first of all, I love talking to people. So you can reach out to me directly. My email is evan.barton at intulsa.com. I would love to chat with you as you kind of navigate this journey. But more broadly, there's a couple of different ways. Uh, I think to to speak about relocation first, there's two ways to come to Tulsa to get relocated to, to Tulsa that's paid for. There's one where you come with a job through the Tulsa Remote Program. And there's two where you are looking for a job and you're a high, uh, or really what we what we like to think, there are cer- certain companies that we work with that we help people relocate to Tulsa. If you're open to relocating to Tulsa and you are living anywhere outside of Oklahoma, we and and you qualify for one of our jobs and are and are considered as a candidate, that's a way to to get to Tulsa. We will literally pay you to move here. So that's one way. You can definitely uh, check us out at intulsa.com. There's um, two different business websites that are kind of embedded in there. And one is for career seekers and one is for uh, business uh, business professionals or anyone that's looking to expand their business in Tulsa. So like I said, B2B and B2C business to business is going to be where we help you grow your company here. That's That means Hosting your job on our website, although it is anonymized, we can still funnel you candidates that will be high quality candidates that we think really can help solidify your standing in Tulsa. And also we work with you as a consultative partner if you're business too. So for candidates, I would say definitely check out our Career Seekers page, which is shortlined also through the same link uh, at talentintulsa.com. It's talent.intulsa.com. And 
that's kind of where, as we were talking about earlier a little bit, you can find that cost of living calculator. There's so much great resources on here for any, any professionals in the software and engineering space, sales and business development. We have lots of ways that we, we can interact with you. Also, connect with us on LinkedIn and follow us on LinkedIn. I think it's a great way to stay in touch with what we're doing as an organization. We're really, we're about to launch a, a program that I think is so, so exciting that I legally can't say, but I will tell you <laughs> and Jesse after. And actually, Jesse's kind of heard about this, but we're about to launch a program that is really, really awesome that I want everyone to kind of keep their eyes out for in the future, because I really think it's going to be a game changer in how cities approach um, a particular issue of immigration. So really cool thing to think about there, but lots of lots of ways to talk to us at in Tulsa. You can also obviously, as Jesse mentioned, listen to grow with us and connect with me there. We're ready to help. We're ready to help anyone that wants to come to Tulsa get here. It couldn't be easier to move to Tulsa than what we've kind of set up um, with our organization and with our ecosystem that we're developing here as kind of the innovation space um, in the heart of downtown. So if you're a tech professional, we would love to chat with you. Evan, thank you for joining us today. Listeners, go listen to Grow With Us. Not only will you be helping Evan, you'll also be helping me. So you get two for the price of one if you listen to Grow With Us. So that's one more reason than I needed. Yeah. <laughs> mm, I don't know how I feel about that one. All right. Uh, uh, Evan, thank you. Thank you. And everyone, check out more episodes of Podfuga. This is a great podcast. Love it. Thank you. <laughs> Hopefully, if they've listened this far, they're already like 100% bought in on whatever this is that we do. <laughs> Thank you all for listening to our episode with Evan. Please, if you'd like to hear him ask people questions, subscribe to Grow With Us anywhere you get your podcasts and do all the things I ask you to do for Pod for Good, which I will re- re- reiterate right now, which is leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, share on social media, and you know, if you wanted to, give us some money on Patreon. This is time Chris and I spend doing these interviews, which we enjoy, but there is work involved. So you pay for what you love. So if you love us, Give us money. We'll see how we'll see how much we're unloved, Chris, going forward. <laughs> As always, Tulsa, get it done. Broken Arrow, get your shit together. And also America, get your shit together. Supreme Court, get your shit together. Yeah. Supreme Court, get get your shit together. Everybody, get your shit together. Hashtag get your shit together. Be safe out there. <laughs>